0: So they're going to want to play into that. And I'd actually say if you're from the, UK, the U.S. Or, or or U.K., put in the facts, put in the city rather than just say America, just say New York, or yeah. say London, these trigger trigger cities. Or so Texas. The, yeah, Everyone knows Texas. For the, so girls, the girls' <laughs> eyes are going to be like, oh, okay. Привет, it's
1: Odessi. Welcome back to another episode of the Valka Vakast. I am here once again with James Tusk, well as you know, and we're enjoying a shisha. We're hanging out here in the Palais Royal Garden in Odessa, right Very beside good shisha, the- shisha, by the way. Yeah, one of my favorite places for shisha with one of my favorite Kailan chic. Um, which is uh, the shisha guy. It's a special profession here. I'm gonna make a video about... It's like like
0: the prestige of being a Parisian Mm -hmm. waiter. It's kind of like a real thing. Like it's a real career choice. Your parents are like, okay, doctor, lawyer, or shisha (laughs) man. And it's a serious conversation (laughs) in the Soviet household.
1: People are very proud if they have this profession here. And rightly so, because they make amazing shisha so we just made some other vodcasts, of course go check them out, check out James's channel, gonna link that below also the day game video that we made in St. Petersburg very recently, very interesting Uh, the full version is on James's channel, I'm gonna make one when this vodcast episode goes out it'll probably be already up on my channel, we're gonna see a shortened version with my analysis of how I thought I got on but it was very interesting Basic James is a specialist in day games, approaching women during the day, cold
0: approach, without knowing them, stopping in the street or somewhere else. And without wouldn't. being uh, the, the antithesis of what we're about to do, uh, without being drunk as well. Exactly, but I this is the well, Vodka Vodka <laughs> Vodcast. <laughs> <vodka laughs> <vodka. laughs>
1: yes, it's not the best vodka, but anyways. Um, the warmer <laughs> it gets, the worse it gets, <laughs> for sure. So, with that out of the way, so in today's video, we're gonna discuss A big question that comes up with all my clients, and also for James, is language. Now, I speak Russian and Portuguese, because we're gonna do some stuff in Brazil together. So I don't face this issue. I can switch between both languages, obviously English or Portuguese or Russian very easily. But a lot of you ask me, especially when I get my new clients on the phone on a strategy call, is, am I gonna be okay? Um, Because I don't speak Russian for, you know, the former Soviet Union, countries like Ukraine, Belarus, or Russia. And I always tell them, listen, I can help you with the solution to that problem, right? Because obviously, it would be better, uh as if you could speak both. Especially, um, uh, uh, there you go. So at least would, his money.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> there. Actually, you do need to be able to speak Russian <laughs> to be able to speak to the Shisha guy, but that's not actually what we're going to talk about in this video. So uh, James does not speak Russian. He also doesn't speak Portuguese for these trips, but he has had a lot of success. So I think it's very good for those of you who are interested in coming here to also get his input. And I will provide input from my clients, and my friends who don't speak Russian. Mm -hmm. So you have traveled just to recap for everybody to Russia, Ukraine and Belarus a lot in the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm here almost the entire time. Overall, what would you say? Can you meet beautiful women in this region uh, using only English and what are the, you know, the, the kind of difficulties you need to overcome.
0: Yeah, you can. Um, but again, if you're uh, if you're here for a short time, um, you should be screening out girls that don't speak... Um, that do... sorry. That, yeah, if they don't speak English, you should be screening them out. Exactly. So, what he um, means by screening them out is what I advise my clients all the time. It's like, listen,
1: you start speaking to a girl and she cannot really communicate with you. Her English skills are not enough
0: for a basic conversation move on the one exception Madame. to that would be if she's very very eager it's a double-edged sword if she's very very eager to practice her english it either means she wants to practice her english for free and has no no um yeah. no uh, desire to actually get with you but wants free english lessons or actually that rare unicorn of a girl is where they actually they do want to speak to you yeah. and they want to practice their english and they do actually like you and if okay. it's that case even if they don't speak much on the initial meet then you should probably pursue and that's kind of a gut feeling thing I guess okay, that's, interesting. Just, that's just yeah. case by case, but blow by blow, would be a better analogy. Um, <laughs> Quite literally, blow, blow by blow. blow, 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 blow later on, kind of uh, <laughs> your gut feeling on that. But that, I guess, that comes with experience of cold approach. You okay. know, you can't fake those. Uh, there's a brilliant book by a guy called Joe Navarro, which is a, an ex uh, FBI agent. He talks about reading body language. But it's something you can't fake. You can see that sort of thing. Yeah, you know? in the eyes. For in the way. eyes, yeah. and that also help help you for the scams that many of our clients have been stung by in the past. That you help them avoid. Yeah, exactly.
1: So. To build on that, what I normally say is like, if they don't speak English, move on. Of course, if it's really exceptional, the girl is really, really enthusiastic, you can try and pursue it. The other situation that I've noticed that does work is say, uh, you come with me and we're hanging out and I actually have a relationship already with her girlfriend, a close friend, then the level of trust is gonna be extremely high and we're gonna be in some situation, the four of us together, then probably we're gonna be able to make something happen if the girl is really interested in you. Obviously, she's she just wants a free English teacher, then you should also just say, Bye bye, back up, back up, and You're
0: going to be able to tell that because I think the key to that is just try and escalate on them. Yeah. Not necessarily try and kiss them, but just touch on the leg, you know, deliberately touching them because if they're really not keen, they're going to make it clear that they're not, and yeah. then you can screen them out off that basis. Exactly,
1: exactly. So basically, the rule is, unless it's one of those two situations, then you should move on because you've got a huge opportunity cost. Like there are so many beautiful women in this region. Like you don't want to be spending your time pursuing someone desperately where it's just not going to happen in, in all probability. And if you don't have
0: much free time like yeah. us, yeah. you don't have, you can't afford to spend a month chasing these girls. They're exactly. great, they're a great prospect for a longer term and a level. But if you're just on that typical seven to ten day trip, you don't have time. for it.
1: Exactly. I would say even if you're staying a
0: month, <laughs> to be honest, it's probably not worth it. Uh- here we're
1: he comes have, he's yeah. earning his money exactly so we're gonna have our shisha updated super so just you know this is my favorite shish guy in all of odessa that's why we hang out here it's just you know
0: yeah cool man
1: Keep okay. great stuff
0: great service so we're back
1: in action he cooled down the shisha there it was a little bit hot so and i have to get back my train of thought exactly because the shisha is so good and we've had already two vodkas in the middle of the day and you're topping up, right yeah <laughs> so yeah here in um that's basically to do with the what we advise our clients and also what james advises um so give me some maybe a little more back, background about how your interactions have gone overall just using how you found the level of english i think that's one of the most important things what how would you describe the level of english compared to other parts of the world you travel to
0: um, I mean, obviously, if you, you're Scandinavias, your Germanys, your Netherlands, you know, the level of English is actually better than most Liverpudlians. so there you go. But over in uh, over in Eastern Europe, I'd say Odessa, because it's kind of a touristy place and because of the fact that Instagram has now played a big role in that, uh, and you get a lot of kind of, obviously, uh, Arabic men who, who would speak English, and you get a lot of tourists from the US and, and UK now, the level of English is higher, but I think the key point to make about um, the, the key USP you have as, as a guy coming here, um, your value add is, is understanding the culture and also speaking Russian for them, it's a big sign of trust. Like they just inherently, you know, the culture is without stereotyping too much that the, the former Soviet Union culture, the Cold War culture is quite cold. Yeah. So if you can speak Russian, you automatically gain brownie points with them and they're more, you know, they're more receptive to you. They just, just trust you a bit more because you bother to actually learn Russian and you bother to like, they put that down as, Okay, he can be kind of trusted because he speaks the same language. It's that basic. Yeah, and also when you learn a
1: language, like I would say, you have to learn about the culture. So you already have that cultural understanding to a higher level. Uh, And obviously then what I advise that even if you just learn basic Russian, at least open a Russian and then you can switch to English. I would say overall uh, this summer in Odessa, the girls I've been with in general, because my client was with me pointed this out, he was like, yeah, you would not have had anything with this girl because she doesn't speak good enough English. Of course, she could speak basic, but it just Boosted that level of trust. Sure. There were other girls who have been with who are you know, model internationally. They all have to speak very good English because they've modelled a few years abroad. They all speak perfect English. They are also, you know, you probably would have made no difference to me or you, to be honest, mm-hmm. because they spoke English so well. But it does add something extra, of course, if you can speak Russian. Um, so that's Ukraine. I think because there's so many sex tourists, unfortunately, come to Ukraine, and it has that unfortunate reputation, uh, which is not true. I don't think girls are. I do another video about whether they're easy here and I said no overall. You can go and watch the full episode on my podcast, I'll link it below. Um, so I think in Ukraine coming as just a pure English speaker mm-hmm. as opposed to being able to speak Russian. It is something you're going to have to overcome in the beginning. Uh, James pointed out that what he does is he screens out the girls who are local in Odessa because this is a big city that attracts the most sex tourists we'll say uh and then looks for girls who are on holidays here uh, down from kiev down from another provincial city down from belarus a lot of belarusians here this summer and those girls are here to have fun and they're going to actually just love the fact of meeting someone who's foreign on holidays. it's It's a romantic story for them so
0: you can't underestimate we always think about we're worrying about our own fears and anxieties and and blah 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 when we're cold approaching but never underestimate what kind of um what kind of emotional story the girl going to build about you? You know, she, for a lot of these women, they've, they've heard of this place called London and they think, oh, it's like, we know the inside scoop, which is a smoggy shithole, and hence why we're not there. But these girls will build it up. They've seen James Bond movies, all this stuff, you know, they've seen the red buses, they've seen the, the phone boxes, they've seen the taxis, you know, they've heard about the Queen. For them, it's kind of a fairy tale to meet a guy from there, you know, yeah. just to tell their friends. Again, that yeah. Instagram culture of let me impress everyone else, right? Yeah. So, they're going to want to play into that. And I'd actually say if you're from the, UK, the U.S. Or, or or U.K., put in the facts, put in the city rather than just say America, just say New York or yeah. say London, these trigger trigger cities. Or Texas. The, yeah, Everyone knows Texas. For the some girls, the girls' eyes are going to be like, oh, okay. And even if they don't speak that much English, they're going to be intrigued to meet you. Yeah. You know? 100%. So definitely that's USP, as we like to see Absolutely. in the marketing world. Absolutely. And I'd world. say, say for Minsk, actually, I was just thinking about it as, as you were talking. Um, Minsk is kind of like Odessa was 10 years ago when you go and open a girl in English in a club and she's like a little bit drunk and feeling a little bit friendly her eyes are like big she's like London really you know it's a real cool thing because the, the city hasn't been overrun yet by tourists yeah. so again we, we talk about Minsk being a kind of a gold mine and I don't want to promote it too much because we'll be out of business but <laughs> if you are looking for a kind of old school experience you're not going to get in Ukraine and Russia yeah. go to Minsk go to yeah. Belarus so to build on that because I was
1: born in Ireland so I'm always honest and candid, not just with my clients, also with girls when I meet them. So I'm not going to be able to say I'm from London, I'm from New York, um, and Ireland is not that well-known, to be honest. Yeah, but so we I... all
0: know your line is the second, the yes, second exactly. most famous guy. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately. A lot
0: of times I've heard you whip that one out, but it works every time, you yes. know it's a fresh audience every time.
1: So basically because my name is Connor, and everybody had a huge problem with uh, understanding about how my name is pronounced in the beginning, especially five years ago, and I noticed with Uber drivers here, they would say, Connor. Как он Макгрегор, а вы да, whatever, right? So I realised that this name is actually pretty well branded. Actually, been called Connor. so I always tell him, "Hey, I'm like Conor McGregor." Obviously, I don't look like my Conor McGregor whatsoever, um, and I don't talk like him because I don't have a very Irish accent. Well, but
0: you, don't, you didn't used to live in a caravan either. I'm yeah, sure. either, either. Times are tough, but
1: not that <laughs> tough. <laughs> not that tough. But yeah, I respect the fact that he went from zero to hero, and it's quite, it's quite laudable. So definitely, I'm able to ride on the back of that. So if you're also Irish and you're coming here, definitely play up on the Conor McGregor thing, mm. and they will have heard of at least of Conor McGregor. Uh, but if you're from another Obviously, if you're not able to say New York, London, something very recognizable. Just find something that's interesting. Like, I recommend to my Latin American uh, clients who come, like, that is a huge positive uh, reaction in general because of the dancing and the culture. And, like, Brazil is known as being very sexy. Definitely mm-hmm. look for something that you're going to be able to say and brand yourself as if you're not going to be able to play on, like, being able to speak Russian, if you're going to have to use English. Don't be like, um, i give a good example. So, I was standing last summer with... Uh, actually a Jewish businessman here who's quite well known, he had two models with him and he invited me over, we're just actually standing out on the terrace because he wanted to discuss some business with me and you know these french guys have been looking staring at the girls first of all you shouldn't stare for like 10 minutes at girls because they're gonna you're just gonna look like uh how do you say a beast of prey rather than anything else but so finally one of them um, got the courage to come over with a very stilted english and a very heavy french accent Uh, do you speak english? Worst opener in the world, right? They're standing, like, be socially savvy, right? First of all, because they're standing with some guy who's got high status. You think these girls are gonna turn into to some uh, gringo and say, oh yes, I would like to ignore the powerful, uh, important, rich businessman beside me, invited me here and speak to you, someone with no uh, essentially no value to me. And the easiest way to get rid of you is, no, I don't speak English. Even go though away.
0: they've been listening to you speak English for
1: a lot. Well, we were speaking Russian, but these girls speak perfect English. They're models. They inter- they model abroad. Of course, they speak perfect English. But if you go over with that opener, believe me, the easiest way to get rid of you is just like, no, I don't any I don't understand you. Go away. So definitely be a bit more creative on your approach. If you have to, um, you know, you don't speak Russian, at least open in Russian. Just say, okay. hey, Privyet. be friendly. Don't start off with "Do you speak English?" That's one of the worst openers in the world. Can you Healton. can
0: you go with the cack dealer? How are you doing? Cack dealer? Uh,
1: normally, you don't really say that in Russian. To be honest, okay. I always say like start with um, some sort of observation um, mm-hmm. about something about something interesting about the girl. They, like if you're gonna approach a girl. Um, you should be interested, there should be something interesting about her, otherwise why are you talking to her? So at least find that uh, and just, you know, pick um, But would you pick occasionally that interest- open in
0: English or do you always open in Russian?
1: I, I always open in Russian, personally. Ah. And maybe the girl even answers me in English because she realizes I'm a foreigner. And maybe we even continue the entire conversation in English. And okay. maybe even we, we go home together and we only speak English. Uh, but I just, by default, always open in, in Russian, just mm-hmm. to distinguish myself from the hordes of horny sex tourists that come here who are going to open And the
0: same it. in any of the forms sorry,
1: Yes, yes. I just okay. open in, in Russian. But I, I'm confident, obviously, that I can continue in Russian if necessary. Um, my clients, I always get them to also just say hi, at least in Russian. And yes. even if they have to switch to English, just do that. Um, but that's my advice, To just don't. this is like the worst opener in the world because unless she's some English language group who's desperate to, you know, practice her English, which will be then, you may end up just being a free English teacher than anything else. Uh, that's just not, you don't provide any value. You're basically asking her, hey, I have to think, do I speak good enough English too? Is this guy interesting enough for me to continue in a foreign language without any reason for, he hasn't provided any reason to be uh, of value to me? So mm-hmm. I just think that's a very, very poor opener and I'm sure that you, you agree with that. That's not how you recommend uh, to open in general um, so we talked a lot about uh, Ukraine um, maybe give a short synopsis of why um, speaking English is probably easier I'm guess you're gonna go for it in Russia and in Belarus
0: yeah I mean Belarus purely for the fact that Minsk obviously it's they've, they've opened their borders it's now a 30 year visa free uh, sorry, year, <laughs> I wish 30 day visa free uh, entry so for the year so I mean it's massive novelty for them to practice their English a lot of these girls are not stupid. With the advent of of more globalized communication, they realize if they want to do something other than become a bubushka on the street selling a piece of bread, they've got to practice English and get abroad. And also the kind of girls that we're hitting on in terms of age, 20 25, you know, younger generation at university, they're going to speak more English anyway. So they're going to use it as an opportunity to combine with the fact that it's it's, uh, not very touristy and they want to meet foreigners. They're going to to be receptive to uh, to speaking English. St. Petersburg, I think, again, playing on that kind of stereotype of uh, them being the second city, and, and wanting to be come across as more friendly than Moscow, I think that's probably another reason why English is more acceptable to open in. But Ukraine, it is hit and miss. I'd say more so than the other two.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, my experience in with my clients in Belarus is definitely it's the most open, just because there's so few foreigners in St. Petersburg. It's a beautiful city, it's amazing. I'm gonna have a vlog that's actually gonna be finished today. So it'll already be up in the channel. Go check that out. We were there for the White Knights. Uh, huge number of tourists, even if they need visas in general. Of course, James and I got around the visa because we were clever enough to buy tickets for European games.
0: And that's a that's <laughs> a
1: point and before we forget, they've got mm. the European uh, European football <laughs> UEFA. UEFA 2020 is but, there. But the problem with that is like a ticket for the football match I'm sure is gonna cost a significant amount of money. Um, so it's not as good but definitely you can obviously get around the visa it's still cheaper. probably an option isn't it if we I think that the visa is cheaper than buying the ticket for the do football game yeah because I, I mean how much does a football g- I don't no, go but to football of, games in but, terms of
0: effort um, you know. for instance,
1: Okay, you don't have to drop off. You don't here, have to do
0: anything. Basically, You just turn up yeah, right, with your yeah. ticket.
1: That's true for next year. After that, Putin, Vladimir Putin, Russian president, has promised that you'll be able to do everything electronically and just pay the money and get it immediately. Well, that helps from going
0: singing and stuff yeah. the embassy. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly, because yeah. that's the big hassle for me when I travel. Is like I don't want to leave my passport in an embassy for a week or have to pay expedited. And also, okay. just
0: have to, that downtime that I uh, have to go there. Yeah. Just it's just. Because
1: here in Odessa, the general consulate is actually closed for Russia. You can't get a visa here anymore, I think. Actually, that's Belarus, they closed it, but um, maybe actually Russia can still get it. I shouldn't complain. But in most cities, you have to, most countries, you have to go to the capital. Maybe you're not there. You've got, got to take a complete trip. Uh, actually, for British citizens, I know that if you're in a, what, well, normally they make you go back to London. If? If, if you've got a British passport. Um, I always say I'm Irish because I have dual nationality and everything. So, uh, because Ireland does not have a Russian embassy, they allow me to get the visa in an, uh, another. Embassy outside of obviously Ireland or the UK, mm-hmm. but I know if you if you say you're British, then they will be like, well, you go to London. So what you're gonna fly to London from Kiev uh, just to get your visa to go to Russia, like it's just a pain in the ass. And if you don't live in London, you're gonna pay for uh, a hotel or apartment for a few days while you wait for it. It's a huge inconvenience and, exp- and expense. So let's see if um, the Russian president falls through on that and you'll be able to do everything electronically by 2021 first you mm-hmm. promised, so we'll see next year if that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about the European Games was that it, we, pay, we paid, what, three euros for each ticket. I had to buy two of them because I came back, but basically it was a three euro investment and then you had a visa. Very uh, cheap. Yeah. So that was like a no-brainer to get, uh, but definitely look forward to that next year. I would say Minsk, um, they just love foreigners so much and even if they speak really pidgin English, um, just very basic they're going to be delighted to practice it and speak it. So I think definitely opening uh, in English is no problem there. You can actually vet very quickly, even if they're interested in the meaning of foreign, which is probably about half the girls, to be honest. In Russia... You can just tell, it's a great
0: point, actually, just, just while you're on it, but even if you say hello to a girl in the street in Minsk, you can tell by her automatic reaction, is she, even if she doesn't speak English, is she willing to kind of, is it a good thing for her? Is she kind of, has she associated emotionally something good with that or yep. not? Um, You say hello, you look good, and she's going to understand, even if she doesn't speak anything, she's going to understand what that is. And you can just tell by the way her her face kind of reacts, is it game on or game off? And so it's a good way of screening girls, again, straight away.
1: 100%. So this is a good trick that James has just outlined, if you want to just vet very quickly uh, whether she's interested in foreigners or not. Um, But overall, in in Minsk, it's um, the level of English. That's what I actually wanted to ask you. How did you find the English level skills? Like once we get over that initial uh, introduction, are uh, opening. How did you find them in Am- general among the, the three countries?
0: Amongst the younger population, um, it was it was it was high actually. It was surprisingly high. I was actually quite yeah, surprised. In St.
1: Petersburg, you were very surprised by the level. In St.
0: Petersburg, but also in uh, Minsk, I was actually pretty impressed with uh, the younger generation. Older generation, not so much. But again, are we really targeting them as the horny young men we
1: are? <laughs> <laughs> Probably over forty, we're not so interested in uh, for sure. So. Yeah, and that's something that he made a very good point about, is the fact that if the girl is young and ambitious, then definitely English is a huge advantage for her to learn, so she's definitely
0: going to leave you, I think. And it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? You just, they just see one camera and suddenly it's like, oh, social social, social proof. Actually, you know? you know, screw all this uh, language stuff.
1: I mean, just have a big camera and sit out with it. And, then and, uh, you'll and a, a phallic-looking mic <laughs> and it's game on. Exactly, all the, all the suggestion we need is right in front of us. Um, <laughs> So overall, definitely, if you have to rely on English, I would say that Belarus is the easiest because they're friendliest to foreigners. St. Petersburg, definitely, um, very positive reaction. Girls are more intellectual there. They pride themselves of being more open than the other parts of Russia.
0: In Moscow, did you have? How did you find it? English levels low um yeah, but so you know again if you meet the right girl that's traveled again a bit more money there so the chance of a hot girl traveling is higher so if you, you know, open and approach hot girls you're gonna get a lot of blowouts but then there's gonna be one that's like yeah i've been to london and they just want to talk about their experience yeah. you know so it, it can be positive Very uh, good. But, but generally speaking english levels are lower i'd say
1: yeah i would say in a worldwide level i saw some stats on this they put it in category four out of five across the world in terms of level of english in this region so that's everywhere russia ukraine and belarus mm-hmm. Obviously you have differences if you go to Countryside, forget it. If you ever watch Mr. Bald... Bald. Four out of
0: five being five being good or bad? Bad.
1: Okay, It's yeah, one of the lowest. So, compared to Central Europe, uh, maybe you have some experience in Central Europe. The level of English is way higher in Central Europe than it's going to be here. Massively. If you go to Countryside here, you can almost forget using anything other than Russian
0: or Ukrainian in this city. Or... But again, that's your USP because you're able to go to these other cities and... and... You know, you've, you've got some, you were telling me off camera some funny stories, but positive and negative where even, you know, it's the equivalent of me going to a small US town, yeah. walking in and being like, I'm English and all the guys even want to buy me shots, right? Yeah, and you yeah. were talking about the guys either want to be your best friend during the daytime or they want to fight you. Like, <laughs> yes, it's exactly. massively polarizing. But yeah. again, if, if a guy's with you, because of the fact you speak Russian, because you've gone to these cities and know the good venues, it's yeah. massively, it's a real positive, you know, you can have a really uh, polarizing experience yeah. in, in, in the best possible light. Hopefully you don't get your head cut off.
1: Well, we'll see what happens in future future trips to um, to Gomel. Well, so you, yeah. So basically, I was telling James Alf camera. I went to Gomo, and there, the guys who were more dynamic and more interesting, who traveled or had a cool job or had money, they were really enthusiastic to hang out with me. Some of them spoke some English, even if they didn't, and they just spoke Russian. They were really friendly to me, and they invited me in the group, drinking and everything. But then I had a few issues with guys who were not so cool or dynamic, and maybe more desperate to meet girls and they were very aggressive towards me uh because obviously it was there with some pretty locals and actually we had one i had one funny instance where the guy was very aggressive and drunk and um obviously i spoke in russian in the interaction and he was pretty close to punching me i would say at that stage just because he wasn't going to get in with the girls uh and he actually switched the conversation to belarusian uh which is a language that's I'll, not really so close to Russian. It's the other official language of Belarus, and very few Belarusians speak it properly, less than 10%. And he switched the conversation to Belarusian. But fortunately, I had actually been invited to Belarus l- last year for 10 days to learn Belarusian. So I have like at least I understand everything. I can't reply very fluently, but uh, basically I. I counteracted his AMOG attempts by just because he was basically trying to drag the girl off uh, and insult her like basically what are you doing with this foreigner and I was like yeah because she's with me and I just grabbed her hand and said yeah and by the way obviously to speak Belarusian as well so then the guy was silent they kind of defused him enough to to leave and get rid of him and his buddy uh, by speaking Belarusian so there as James pointed out like in these smaller towns that I think it's very hard to go to if you don't speak Russian uh, just because a girl who's maybe living there and hasn't moved, she hasn't had much practice of speaking English, and she has no need for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, another small anecdote is that I met some girls who were actually studying tourism in Gomo, and uh, they didn't, one of them spoke a little bit English, but that's also because she modeled. Again, if you're if you're modeling, you model, you know, you have that ambition to go abroad, you have to learn English, realistically, or you're gonna have to learn English very quickly, even if you go to China, because that's gonna be the lingua franca there. Uh, and I asked them, so you stu- what language do you study? And they were like, Russian. That's what we need for tourism in our town. So there just like no there's no international tourism. So they don't need uh, English to actually do their job. So just be cognizant of that that uh, if you don't speak um, Russian, then definitely focus on those main cities. You're gonna have it a lot more difficult if you go to a provincial town. Uh, so that's just another tip that if you are thinking of going to like Herzon, for example, it's a cool town. Uh, but the level English is going to be non-existent if you go there and I had a lot of fun in Kherson actually uh, but you know, any of the girls I was with, they, they only spoke Russian and Ukrainian so just kind of like focus on those, don't buy into some someone tell you, oh this town over here is really cool uh, it's cool for them if they speak Russian basically so I would say to kind of, I think we should probably summarize a little bit what we've talked about in this video um, if you are going to come here and rely on English which is going to be basically nearly all our clients in general
0: do you Uh, ever get russian speakers i have never
1: had anyone who spoke good russian who did you
0: ever have anyone from the former soviet union as a matter of fact this doesn't have to be edited i'm just interested
1: um no i'm thinking because some israelis speak uh, russian because they're either maybe born in ukraine and then they want to come back but they speak it maybe with their grandma because they grew up speaking hebrew um but these guys i didn't bring them around in person. I, I had them on the phone. I also do some online consulting. So I just kind of, because they also knew Ukraine pretty well. So um, they were pretty comfortable coming here. They spoke okay Russian, uh, but that's as far as I get. I think uh, my main focus helping, obviously solving those problems, right? So you don't have to travel on your own. Uh, you don't have to worry about the language barrier, I'm going to be with you, so even if you're going to speak to the girls in English, I'm going to help you with those interactions and definitely like boost your chances, because I'm going to come in if there's a difficulty and say, hey, this is my
0: friend, da, 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 and explain the, at least the context in, in Russian to them. But yeah. having seen, um, you know, and this is no, you know, we all do it, you know, we've all done that, lads, only back in the day of charging around a pack of sausages, you know, <laughs> um, but Israeli guys, I've seen, you know... And, and I'm not stereotyping everyone, but the Israeli guys mm-hmm. I've seen here going around in packs chasing mm-hmm. women, if you want the combined, like kind of, if, if, even if Connor's USP isn't there necessarily because you understand the place, come out with us because we have an understanding of the bar scene he knows a lot of the, the guys in the know with the bar stuff. So you're sitting on tables and I can do you the day game. So I'm going to teach you first and foremost not to be charged around on a pack of Israelis. It's one or two of you max. Exactly. And you can still pick up these girls. So it's not a frustrating, lads. So a
1: lot of the Israelis, um, I think you're really referring to the non-Russian speaking Israelis uh, who come, either because they're Jewish Israelis, Arab Israelis who are just not of Russian descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I put that in my video, Why You Won't Get Beautiful Women in Ukraine. I'll link it below and put it up in the card. But yeah, we had an instance where I was with one of my clients and um, there are two girls at, at Redline Club, it's a very cool beach club here. I a really it. loud one down oh, there, yeah. Yeah, and Pumping they came music. in and basically these girls had just sat down and they were already above them like... Like like, like hawks. Yes, not even the hawks, red. I would say like a, a lion. <laughs> lion. <laughs> the guy was ready to pounce and devour them. Uh, and it turned out I actually knew the two girls, because one of them I would filmed her and put her on my Instagram the week before, so we would actually interacted and afterwards I, came, I went over to her I didn't recognize her. And I chatted her a little bit, she was like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to relax with my girlfriend. These guys are like, basically annoying us. By the way, they actually, the guy spoke to me in English, and the two girls said, we don't speak English. This girl had written me messages, because afterwards- In uh, English. In English, of course. Before, because uh, she didn't know I spoke Russian when she saw my, my clips on
0: Instagram. Basic social skills. Basic social skills, you know, if a, if a girl, a group of hot girls come in, you know don't just just leap on them from your kind of spot that you've, you you should yeah. go into a club don't do the thing of charging around just find a nice spot at the bar bit of social proof back to the bar yeah. you're like surveying the place you, you're with your friends you look like you're having a good time even if you're 100%. having a shit time just basic stuff and then maybe catch your eye and then maybe kind of raise a glass and if she holds eye contact, then go and say hello, yeah. right? Just basic stuff, you know? Yeah,
1: so actually, my client was with me, Philip. Uh, he commented about this in the video. He was just like amazed about how uncalibrated they were. Mm. Like, the girls had only just got their butts basically under the, the chaise long. These guys were above them, like, about they were about to. You know, like it's like the wild savanna, and they've got their prey, and they're just about to pounce and devour them, like you see in wildlife videos. Uh, that's not what you want to be doing in any language. And the easiest way, of course, is the fact that they, you know, they say, Listen, I don't speak Apart English. Apart from please. maybe
0: Brazil, because that is quite an animalistic yeah. culture there. and it's a No, Brazil is very culture. different. And
1: actually, James and I are going to run some joint programs together, both here in the former uh, Soviet Union, so Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, but also in Brazil, because mm-hmm. it's my favorite country, and James has been there an awful lot. Uh, so if you're interested in that, actually, um, you should. Uh, I'd write to James, I'm going to link his channel down below, and you can go and contact him there. Go check out his website for the day game stuff, that's what he specializes in. So, cold approach, like I said, again, go check out the videos that we made in St. Petersburg. Uh, Or contact me, you can do that by sliding into my DMs, which is slightly sleazy to say to you guys, but go and try it. Every day I get five slides into my DMs (laughs) (laughs) from guys. Not really what I was aiming for, but I see a male name like, okay, I hope it's a potential client. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so my handle there is Experience, or write me an email at ConnorKlein at Zarexperience.com and all that will pop up on the screen as well or it's down below in the description of the video. What's going to happen is I'm going to send you a short questionnaire And if I think it's a good fit for our joint program, or if you just want to live the Zara experience here, maybe you're already proficient in day game or that's not of interest to you, uh, then write me a message. And if I think it's a good fit, we're going to jump on a short strategy call together. And then we're going to fit out what's the right itinerary and assess your strengths and weaknesses and what i think is the best itinerary and how i can help you the best and then if it all works out you could be here next weekend actually because i'm going to be in odessa with some uh, mm-hmm. with some clients could be another city in the former Subunit or in brazil if we do the joint program together uh, and you'll be here and you'll live it and you'll have my energy and you'll get basically you won't have to travel on your own you won't have the language barrier or have to overcome it you're not going to have to waste time figuring out where everything is, because I'm going to bring you to the right place at the right time. We're going to have tables at the best clubs. Uh, Behind you my crew, if James were here, he's actually going to leave. you would also be there, but you know we can no, arrange that. It's the same <laughs> thing
0: in Europe the whole time. I, one thing I would add is um, a lot of guys in my experience, you know, talking to guys and, and guys that travel, they either have the one thing, so they, they understand a city and a place like mm-hmm. you do, um, but they are shit at cold approach. Yeah, or they are very good at cold approach, but they're kind of moronic in the fact they're not very. Good. Again, apologies, you know, day game is great getting on plane, but you don't. You've got a lot of guys out there. They don't understand the culture, yep. and they don't speak the language. So. In my experience, there's always something missing, and that's the gap we're trying to fill. That yep. all-in package where you get basically you can just be like, look, I've got a busy job. I want a week off. I want to learn day game, night game, have a really fucking cool experience, meet some really cool guys because we're very selective about who you bring out. We typically will bring out the same personality types. Yep, that's what you know, we're looking for. If you've got for. four introverts, we're not going to put them with two extroverts, right? So okay. it's about molding personality types as well.
1: Exactly because this this is not for everybody. Like learning day game. But well, I think everybody should learn it, to be honest. After my experience with James.
0: Uh, well, but you also, were buzzing. I was like, how many It look like you've done 17 grams of anthology? You're like, this. Yes. you're absolutely I was excited. You. Yeah, you going to this amazing to see you. I like get to talk to 10 get, strangers you, you, on the usually street. I get the hungover corner like this. <laughs> and then I got them really jacked up. Like, I was pretty hungover. But yeah, yeah. this
1: got me uh, going again. The idea was, good, but it was basically like, I'm going to talk to 10 girls, at least on the street. We're going to be pretty. That I'm interested in, and we're going to record it. Of course, I'm like super pumped about that. Um, so yeah, as James is saying, that's going to be the combined package. It's not for everybody. The our experience is not for everybody, I, I realize that because I speak to more and more viewers on the on the, you know, on the phone when I, or, or just they write to me, mm-hmm. and I realize like if you're the kind of guy who is delusional coming here thinking there's 10 Instagram models waiting on the tarmac for them, and you're a, a fat, um, uncharismatic ugly, bald, six-year-old guy and you really be able to ten Instagram models coming, you're gonna be waiting in the topic These girls are not desperate. They don't need your fat ass basically. And if they did, some sheet shake from uh, you know the Emirates has already invited them and paid them probably 10 grand to come over anyway. So forget that. Forget that delusion. Don't write to us because it's not gonna be for you. We're not gonna like there's not gonna be 10 dates lined up for you. You're gonna come out with us. You're gonna learn lifelong skills. Mm-hmm. We're gonna provide you with the tools that you're gonna be able to use even after the experience with us, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to do that with your friends afterwards as well. Uh, you have to be willing to put on the work and develop as a man mm-hmm. and actually grow a pair of balls and actually approach women. Because uh, I, I get these requests like, well, can you set me up the dates of the models? Why, like, for me, it's an interesting question because like, why would they want to meet you? I don't even know you. So uh, why would they go on a blind date? Of course, if you're partying with us and we've vetted you and think you're, you know, you're the right fit for it, of course... You've got you, to have your shit together yeah. as a man,
0: I think that's the thing. And uh, yeah. also it's not easy you know. dispel any, any misconceptions that when you do game abroad, whether it's uh, day game or night game, if, you know, there's some some sort of element of pussy paradise. It's fucking not. If you go to a place yep. like this with a high level of beauty and you do not speak the language and you do not know where to go out and, and game, whether it's during the day or the night, I'm not saying you're fucked, you might get a girl, but you know, the odds are against you. Why do that when you've got two guys that specialize in this yep. stuff, combining it and offering it to you, basically saving you a shitload of time and effort. And exactly. that's, that's the USP, I guess.
1: Yeah. And we're unabsai-
0: unashamedly saying it because, you know, Connor is a very good guy. I collaborated with very, very few guys in the industry. The industry I work in is actually full of charlatans, and so I'm very careful about who I work with. But he's a he's a genuine character. He knows his shit, and I do as well. And so I'm, I'm not ashamed about saying what our USP is because I fucking I'm confident in what we do. You know, yep. and we can provide a, you know guys with a fucking excellent experience. And also we're out living and breathing and stuff and having fun. Yep. it's not armchair shit. I mean, we're sitting recording this shit and well, in nice. Salieri, yeah, 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 there
1: we go uh, in Palo Royal Garden beside the opera, and. Yeah, I guess that's all we need to say in this video, pretty much. Um, if you want to live the Czar experience or, and do the game, you know, with the two, two of the best in the industry, uh, who are not charlatans, because I also noticed that as well. I have a lot of guys who want to collaborate. I get probably a message every three days from some either dating company or a, we'll say, dating coach or pick-up artist. And most of them, I just look at the videos and, you know, I know how to edit stuff and make it look very exciting. But uh, I also know from their style, and the way they approach that, they're not getting the quality, because you know that's one of the things when they blur out the faces, a lot of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I always <laughs> left that in. It's it's kind of controversial. Like I I had a uh, you know I've had some shit in the past from girls kind of finding out, and I've had to take down videos. But the reason I actually typically with me or my students leave the uh, the faces in it's it's not ethically correct but it's to show that they are attractive girls yeah, and exactly. it's, but the easy cut as you said the shortcut around it is just blur blur burnout it it's gonna be it's gonna start being blur out the entire body exactly. and then you just see this giant blur and you're like no I'm pretty sure that's not a thing girl and she's like he's like no but I use really big editing software like, um, yeah exactly yeah, so know. we don't uh, don't, don't buy into
1: charlatans yeah. <laughs> that's basically and you can watch I um, and I use Instagram so you can actually see i've actually started to be more candid about who i'm hanging around with um and you can see who i'm hanging around with every day you can see our lifestyle here in places like odessa and where we hang out and the crew we hang around with and if you're at the end of this long video again it's obviously something you're interested in so write me a message let's set it up let's have you here next weekend i mean you can make ex- excuses for the rest of your life or you can just
0: get on those, a fucking plane, you know? get on a plane. A very good exactly. time where you can just solve your problems by actually getting on a fucking plane it's exactly coming here
1: the two guys that you're going to need to make it an unforgettable experience and we will see you here all right let's wrap it up um i actually uh took james i was late and see the thing is being irish as opposed to uh 100 british right I well, we're I was late
0: in hong kong so i'm technically british oh. but i've got the element of chinese in there i don't know how that affects <laughs> timing but well
1: in Ireland we're always late most people don't Is realize that <laughs> yes yes definitely okay. we're late maybe it's just me but I always felt growing up that we're always late at least by half an hour so he's got a date and I probably pushed them way over at so this yes um, I Thank hope God. that's still gonna work because we'll it's supposed to be 15 minutes gonna have a date at uh, a little bit later at 8 o'clock so I'm pretty good for it um, write us below about me and James what you think of this video how you've gone on using English in these countries what do you think we're full of BS or whether it concurs with your experience and of course if you are not subscribed to this you can just go and push those red subscribe buttons or you know take some action and actually hit the notification bell so that you get updated when we upload new comments, new content and we will see you in the very next videos on both of our channels probably going to be from here in Ukraine I guess you, did you record anything here? No, no okay. Not this time. time. Okay, well you'll see him on his travels, he's going to go, where are you going next? Minsk, Minsk and then? Minsk and then Helsinki. Helsinki. So this was Daniya. Topa bacina. See you in the next video. Ciao, ciao. Sar experience.